Welcome to Modeling Empowered Narratives Podcast. This is your co-host, Jacob Hale. I'm BJ Wilson. And welcome to a very special episode. Uh, I am very excited about this. Uh, so to explain this a little bit, first of all, it's only two of us today. Yeah. Just me and BJ. And many people don't know BJ, but he's Second our, time on the episodes yeah, ever. <laughs> exactly. He's our audio engineer. Uh, great guy. Definitely keeps the podcast rolling. The Mean bones, the spine. I appreciate that. Whatever you want to say. Steel structure of the whole podcast. You keep the whole thing up inadvertently without even talking. So that's how great he is. Um, So this is a very special episode because this isn't going to be a traditional episode. So traditionally, how we go about things is we come up with very specific topic come up with everything for and talk about it and usually you know episodes are hour long and things like that this time we're going to do a very short straightforward topic not going to take a lot of time but the added benefit is is that these are small topics that even people like viewers can bring up like hey you talk about this to where it's not direct directed towards the concept of the season but it's also something small that we can hit on that, again, will help people out because that's the end goal is that we want to help people out. So before we jump in and introduce the topic, let's make sure we take care of, you know, the usual stuff. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at underscore Mendepaka. Okay, right this time. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know. It's t- it's the underscore. That yeah, no, you never know where it's supposed to be. At. It does. And also shout out to our sponsor, Mark Kicks. Uh, I don't have the whole spiel that Jordan has yeah, no. about Mark Hicks. If you guys don't know, Jordan personally knows the owner of Mark Hicks. They've been good friends. That's how it kind of all came about. But I like him, too, because he sponsors us. Yeah, no, exactly. You guys need to give him a follow, too. Go ahead and go to at Mark Hicks Vault. Uh, it's a shoe selling company. You know, all the latest Jordans, even more than Yeezys. Everything you need for designer shoes, things like that. Go ahead and... Give them a follow, give them a shout out, give them a like, a comment, everything. Just take care of the man because he's a great person for sure. So the topic for today is dieting. Man. Man. (laughs) Yes, yes, dieting. And the reason why and what makes it good that it's both of us is that you, some of you guys haven't seen me or BJ in real life, but we're on the larger scale when it comes to humans. 100%. In a good way. In all right? 99% we, we percentile of big guys. Hey, listen, we pass our physical every year just like anyone else. Yeah, simple. Okay. So in a healthy way, we are bigger guys. Yeah. So dieting, as you expect, is, was, and will be a part of our lives. Yeah. More importantly for me and BJ, as well as many other people who tend to struggle with it. So I think this is a great opportunity for us to take some time discuss the topic in a nice, good way that maybe some people don't think about when it comes to dieting. So mm-hmm. I'll start this off with a question with BJ. We'll start off with what does dieting mean to you? So I feel like there's multiple ways you could look at dieting. Typically, when I think of it as some form of restriction of food, and then you could also think of it as more of like a lifestyle type thing, which I think if you're going to look at dieting and you want to diet, you got to look at it more as that lifestyle. You see people like vegans and vegetarians 
when you ask them uh, what their eating restrictions are, they don't say it's an actual diet. They say it is their lifestyle that they are a vegan vegetarian and they don't really struggle with it as much as people who are like doing a keto diet or something like that. So diet is a lifestyle, a change that you got to make to yourself to help better yourself. It's basically what I'm going to rock with, with that. Okay. Okay. I like that. I really do. And you touched on some points that I also wanted to touch on. So the old me, when I hear dieting, first of all, I always got shivers, goosebumps, because growing up, I just had a tougher time than most people controlling my weight, Mm -hmm. um, living a healthier lifestyle and things like that. So when I think of dieting, at least in the old days when I thought of dieting, it was only food. Okay. And it was the worst of the worst. It was all the food I hated. Yep. Kind of like uncooked, straight from the ground, with the dirt still on that type of thing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's that's just how I thought. Yeah. I was no. a kid, obviously, but it was the worst of the worst when it came to dieting. It was no one was happy dieting. No Not, one was ever happy dieting. Never. Right. Nowadays, now that I'm in a lot healthier of a mind state, I have a better concept of how it works. When I think of dieting, I think of dieting as a reset. Okay. So it's an open-ended and it should be open-ended because while dieting is usually associated with food, you can realistically diet with almost anything going on in your life. Okay. People don't think of it like that, but it's under the same principle. So for example, let's say you play video games too much, so now you have bad grades. Yeah. In a sense, you can take a diet with video games. With like, video okay. games, right? But again, dieting doesn't mean you necessarily have to straight up cut out, get rid of. If it works for you, it works for you. But that doesn't hundred percent what that means. Yeah. You know, dieting again, it's a reset and it basically means whatever you're going through right now, it's just unsustainable. Yeah. And you recognize that it's unsustainable. So you have to readjust and find what's the proper levels for you. So carrying on with that, I think we need to take some time to break down some misconceptions with dieting. Yeah. All right. So one thing you said is that dieting is a lifestyle. 100% agree. Yes. Of course. When people diet, they always think of it in terms of short term. Yes. It's a long term. I, I just want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. I just want to lose my 10. I just want to get a little bit of abs because it's the summer coming up. And then what happens that after is, that? That is a terrible way of thinking of a diet as well as anything else. Listen, short-term goals are all right. I have no problem with, I want to go a little bit harder because I want to reach this goal. That's fine. But you also have to remember that there's a long game to most things, especially when dieting. So when I diet, the way it works for me and how it will work for most people is you have to think of it as just an all-out lifestyle change. So when it starts with that, it kind of starts with you have to figure out what do you want long term? What does it look like? And then you can slowly build what's preventing me from getting to that long term goal. And then you can build from there. You'll figure out what your vices are, like where things you know you can't live without. You'll figure out where some things you can compromise on and things of that nature. For a good example, I cannot eat out and eat healthy at the same time. Really? So if I go and get takeout, I want what I want. Yeah. And that's my problem. If I go out to eat, I want what I want. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to calorie count. None of that. No. So that's my vice. That's just my thing. 
So when it comes to that, I understand, okay, the best way to stop that is I have to cook at home more. Yeah. And when I cook at home, I could cook myself very great, healthy meals, get me on the right track. But again, every time I go out, every time I get takeout, I know I'm getting what I want. Yep. But I find that good balance and it's worked in a great way to where I don't have to calorie count. I just have to eat out less or uh, cook in the house more than I would be going out. And finding that balance for me made a crazy difference in my life. And to a lot of people, if you don't know who I am, uh, when I first started on my journey, I was well over 300 pounds. I did not know that actually. Yeah. Is this college or? Yeah, college. Okay. Now, again, I was playing football. Yeah. So 300 pounds on me looked a lot different than yeah. on some other people. Definitely. And now I'm in around the 250 range around that area and I feel a lot better. I feel great, but I still don't calorie count. Yeah. I still don't do things like that. I just found what worked for me. No, that's so right. that was very long winded. So I'll go and bring it on over to you. Uh, what are some misconceptions about dieting? First thing, you or people always talk about when they're dieting. The first thing I feel like people look at is meal prepping, which is good. A lot of people are busy. They don't have time to cook. But when it comes to meal prepping, they always think that you have to eat the same exact thing the entire time. It's chicken. It's rice. It's some type of vegetable, steamed broccoli, something like that. I personally feel like taking that extra 30 minutes to an hour to make multiple types of meals is a better way of dieting, even or making sure they're healthy still, of course. But just having a variation makes it so much easier, even if it's just changing your seasoning, changing the sauce that you're using and making your own sauce is way better than buying sauce. Let me just add that, by the way. But uh, that's going to be something that 100 percent is going to make dieting easier. And it's not something that you have to do. You do not have to eat the same exact thing. I did uh, this challenge on TikTok one of my friends and he made chicken and rice every single day and i don't know how he did it i was going through making different meals every day i was cooking every day doing the dishes every day it was rough but it was 100 percent worth the extra effort to just find some types of different taste so that's probably the main thing the first thing i think about when it comes to misconceptions of dieting definitely yeah and i think this is a great time to Throw another new keyword that we have. So we okay. already thought about ARP, yeah. which is athletic regular person. Yes, of course. Well, we're getting ready to patent it. We got to patent a new word now, yeah. all right? Entering the term slow grind. See, and yeah. you guys talk about it all the time. You got me on this private little Snapchat story group. I have absolutely no idea what this is. So I'm, re I'm ready for this. I, yeah. I want to know what it is. Yeah, so uh, to let's do a little backstory. Okay. And I'll keep it brief, but... Basically, uh, we were all working out around the same time and we were just having a conversation and most of us do not play sports anymore. Yeah. So we're just doing basic things. We're not lifting heavy, things like that. And through that little conversation, someone blurted out the word slow grind. Yep. And I don't know, slow grind became a very great term to describe what we're doing. Yeah. And that's really a great way to look at a diet. Okay. And the concept is very straightforward. Do a little so. Yep for my long-term lifestyle and goal. So it's a mindset. Yeah. That in the end of the day, slow grind is a mindset. And the full mindset about it is whatever I'm doing, I'm gonna do it slow and steady, but 
in doing it slow and steady, it's very hard for me to take a step back. Yeah. So while a lot of people will go to the gym and destroy themselves, I got to run five miles as to warm up. Yeah. Then, That's you me. know, flip weights and things like that. You know, kind of like what we did in football. Yeah, exactly. The old, the old days, the good yeah. old days. Well, you're still in it. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm just repping out 225 for like 15 and three times. I was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) It was terrible. Yeah, those days are over for me. It must be nice. But for real, in in all seriousness, is that you don't have to do that to live a healthier life. And that's what I come to realize. So every day or a couple times a week, wherever I decide to go to the gym, I just make sure I do my little bit and... You'll find out that's how your body works. Your body is slow and it's routine. Yeah. So that's really what it ends up being is that it's slow and routine. So I get on the treadmill for 30 minutes. When I first started, now I'm getting on the treadmill for an hour. Yeah. But I was slowly doing it. It's nothing to post about. It's nothing to make videos of. It's nothing to show off. It's my personal journey to my goal. And that's what it embodies all in the one word. See, and that would be so incredibly hard for me, at least as of right now. I post not on Snapchat stories, not on Instagram, anything like that. But I like making TikToks. I bring my both my cameras with me. I bring my phone and my tripods and with me. I love making workout videos. And I think it's just having not other people see what I've done, but being able to document what I've done and actually show the progress I'm making, that makes me feel better about myself when it comes to working out. So I feel like maybe when I get to this point of where I'm in the slow grind, maybe that will change. But as of right now, that that would definitely be incredibly hard for me to have that mindset. Well, what you touched on is great. And I'm glad you said that. What you pointed out is that what works for me may not work for you, what works for you may not work for me. I would hate it. If I have to film myself working out. Yeah, and I, not to say that I look bad or doing anything wrong. I just don't like to be filmed like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I feel That's that. I completely not understand. something that will work for me. And that right there is probably one of the biggest takeaways that I hope people will get. Is that you can read whatever you want. And you can look at what other people do and things like that. At the end of the day, you need to start. And the reason why you need to start is because you need to do trial and failure to figure out what works for you. When I first started working out, I did intermediate fasting. Really? It was short term. I did not like it at At all. all. But I needed to do intermediate fasting because I needed to understand when was I actually hungry and when was I just eating out of convenience. Okay. So in that, I realized when I'm actually hungry, so when I should focus having meals around, and then what are things that I'm doing or what are times where I felt like I'm not really hungry, I just don't have anything in my stomach necessarily. So it's like a weird quasi feeling where I feel like there should be something in there, but I'm also not growling hungry, you know, that middle ground. So you will never get there unless you start trying to figure out what not what doesn't work for you and that's fine if it doesn't work because again it's a slow grind you're thinking about the rest of your life you're not thinking about two months from now three months from now six months from now and certain things work for other people some people have to do spin classes some people have to weight lift 
You have to find what works for you and be willing to take that initial time to invest in yourself and go through the different options that you can do. Because I'll be honest with you guys, losing weight, dieting is so straightforward than what people make it believe as. You literally just have to find out what works for you. And then once you figure it out, that's it. You you won right there. Just stay consistent and you pretty much you're going to hit whatever you want. And I just need a second. I need to really discuss this because okay, this go really crazy. bugs me. This bugs me so <laughs> go much. Crazy. I see this everywhere where it's like, lose this amount of weight. I have this magic pill. Guys, don't you believe might it. You want to lose weight? Two things. Consistency, determination. Right there. You don't have to spend a dime on dieting or on training, none of that ever again. Consistency, determination. Those are the only two things you need to do Simple for as whatever that. dieting lifestyle goal you need. And then from those two words, you fine tune it to what works for you. Whatever you think you can do every single day, whatever you think you can eat most days, every single day, whatever works. Yeah. All right. Consistency, determination. That's literally all you need for whatever diet lifestyle change that you want to accomplish. Yeah, 100%. And you actually got me thinking about another misconception with uh with dieting when when you just said what you were saying um people completely forget about the fact that dieting is not just losing weight it's also gaining weight sometimes there are people who need to not need to but potentially want to gain muscle want to get more mass they're not in a healthy state their bones are too brittle that is also a very important part of dieting that i feel like we should not forget about yeah and that's that's a great point and I think that's great for us to actually move on to our personal stories because, again, um, everyone has their own story with dieting. And hopefully through our narratives and kind of what we go through, again, if you see us in real life, we're not average people. We, We weren't blessed with good metabolisms. We weren't blessed to where... You know, we had struggle gaining weight. Yeah. It was pretty easy for us, for good or for worse. Yeah. So I'll start with my story, my personal story. I've always had weight problems my whole life. And again, to a degree, it was unfortunate. But on the other hand, it's hard to argue that I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have it and my understanding of certain things. And I look on the back end too, because a lot of people struggle with gaining weight and hate it. So yeah. there's definitely pros and cons. And I ended up playing football, so that was obviously yeah. a plus. Yeah. You know, the pros and cons to everything, looking back at it with hindsight and things like that. So it was tough for a while because there wasn't while everyone's trying to sell you something, there wasn't real information that was coming around how a diet should work, how to frame eating right. So while at times I tried certain things, I ended up failing because of my own issue. I didn't take the time to understand my own body. Yeah. And that that's with the awareness. I didn't understand my own body. I only understand what other people did for their body. Yeah. And I tried to make that into my own, which didn't work. Yeah. So finally getting out of sports and finishing up my collegiate career, I understood you can't be this way forever. You're going to have to lose it. Might as well start now. So I had to do a lot of research, a lot of the boring stuff, a lot of the useless information I had to cycle through. And then I realized, I'm like, 
dude, you just got to do it. Yeah. It's, it's really as straightforward as that. I was reading keto stuff, scales, everything. Dude, just do it. And I, that ended up being my model. Was, at the end of the day, I'm like, dude, just do it. And I would cheat and I would gain weight. And it was definitely up and down like a yeah. roller coaster and weight fluctuates. Sometimes I drink more water some days than others. Yeah. So it appeared like I gained weight when it was more just water, water cycling yeah. through my system. And the more consistent I was, the easier it was to do it. And the easier it was for me to pinpoint certain things. So if, for example, say, let's say I had six problems. I slowly took away one. Then yeah. I had five, slowly took away four. One, then I had four, yeah. and it kept going down until I had three. And I had three problems instead of six now, and I saw the result of only having three problems yeah. instead of six. So I kept building off of that. So nowadays, I'm not a health freak in any stretch of the imagination. I don't count calories. I don't go around. I still like the things that I like, yeah. but I manage it in such a great way to I know I'm never going to be what my biggest was in that 300 range ever again. But at the same time, I don't have to be some bulking, chiseled type of... That's just not something I need to be. It's not something that would work for me. Yeah. So my personal journey was just... I had to cycle through so much stuff and fail so many times to finally get to a place where I found out what works for me. I like it. I don't want to change anything. And now I love working out. I love eating better. I'm at a whole different mindset because I don't have such a toxic relationship to what dieting is and eating right and things like that. So that was my personal journey. And it's a never ending journey. Yeah. It's going to keep going. There's always going to be new problems. But yeah, like you said, that's what a slow grind is. That's what it's like. I have so much consistency built up that. I know I can cheat. I can skip a couple days. Something can go wrong. Yeah. But I still have that mindset. Yeah. And I built that mindset so well to where no matter how bad it gets, I know I'm always going to right the ship and make it better again. Yep. So that's my personal story. I'll leave the floor to you, BJ, if you would like to share your personal story. Mine's honestly the exact opposite of yours. I always... Maybe for like one year in like sixth grade, I had a lot of weight on me. Uh, I was a little bit bigger. But besides that, it's always been me growing really tall. And so I end up being really skinny. I'm trying to grow into my frame at some point. So sixth grade, I was bigger. Seventh and eighth grade, I was probably the skinniest I've ever been, which is typically how it goes. As a freshman, sophomore, junior in high school, I was constantly gaining a little bit of weight. And by the time I graduated, I was probably about 240 pounds at six foot six. I was always six foot six, uh, or I was six foot five when I got to high school. So I, for like four, the past eight years, I've been this height. But so I finally started gaining some weight. 240 was probably the most filled my frame had ever been. And I'm ready to start going to college. And I get to college. And one of the first things my coaches say to me is, hey, you look like an offensive lineman. And I went there for tight end. So that was a little disappointing to hear. And over time, for my first year, I started trying to lose weight. And I was slowly trying to uh, lose weight. I was eating healthier or what I thought was healthier. I was just eating like salads at lunch, drinking a lot of water, or drinking smoothies. So I'm slowly losing weight. And by the time, uh, well, actually, 
slowly losing fat but gaining muscle at the same time. So I'm about 260 by the time we get to uh, the end of my first semester of college. Football season's over. And they actually start trying to still make me play offensive line. I'm like, oh, man, I thought I was doing good right now. And my coach is coming out. We uh, share a lunchroom with our coaches or with everybody. The whole school shares a lunchroom. And he's bringing me plates of chicken tenders, pizza. He's trying to make me gain weight. He's like, hey, you play offensive line. You can eat this. I'm like, man. And I eventually end up giving in. And so by the time I started my first game, which was the next year, I was already about 290 pounds, gained 30 pounds very quickly. And it was not good weight. So this is when I eventually realized that I needed to start dieting. I, at the point I finished my diet or diet and working out, I'll say, I looked probably like I, or back then I looked worse or bigger than I do right now. So I've definitely cut down a lot. But anyways, continuing on with the story, I uh, started dieting and I started eating uh chicken and rice. I started doing the things that I said my friends were doing. I realized that wasn't going to work for me. That wasn't something I could do. So I ended up uh, getting really big into different types of smoothies. And I didn't have a kitchen or anything where I could like cook or anything. But I was uh, still, or at least not at this point, but I was still making it work with what I'd go into the cafe. I was watching what I'd eat and I was working out more protein shakes, all this stuff. And eventually I got to the point where I was about 320-ish pounds. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, a big jump. So I'm gaining all this weight. I've gained 20 pounds from the point where I was my sloppiest look. And I have pictures of it. It is, it is a sloppy 300. And I'm 320. I'm 320 right now. And I would say I fit in my 320 very well. It doesn't look like... I feel like right now, I look like probably about 290, maybe 300. So I feel like I carry it very well. So that was the weight loss part of it. I think the biggest part for me, though, was the working out part of it. Uh, working out obviously not going to be the biggest part of weight loss, but turning into looking like what you wanted to look like is huge. So that's where I started my little 75 hard challenge. I was going through some stuff uh, the year after we got out of quarantine. I was going through some stuff and I needed something to focus on. And during quarantine, I'd started making TikToks, but I never really posted any. But I'd seen this trend, and it was called the 75 Hard Challenge. So I ended up doing that. And were you about to say something? Well, yeah. Uh, 75 Hard Challenge. You want to explain what that is oh, exactly man. to people? You know what's crazy is I always forget the rules. But so it's a gallon of water every day. You got to take a progress photo. I always did videos because I was making these TikToks. Uh, right. You have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes. One of them has to be outside. You have to pick a diet and stick to a diet, um, which mine ended up being basic, not basic, but I had like strict guidelines, which I guess is still a diet, but I couldn't find a specific diet that I wanted to do that was going to help me gain the weight I wanted to gain. Okay. And um, you have to read 10 pages of a non-fictional entrepreneurial book every day. And there's one more, there's one more rule uh, that I can't think of. I'm probably going to edit it in this podcast after. No, 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 don't edit it. Don't edit it. In? Oh, you man. Have to. Oh, man. I All think, right. I think it's, is it alcohol related? Yeah. No alcohol. Yeah. Duh. And that's the easiest one for me. I don't, I'm not a big drinker. So yeah. that's probably why I forgot about it. But so those are the rules. You have to do it for 75 days straight. And if you mess up, you have to start over or you're done basically. Like I've seen somebody just stop doing it before. I'm not going to drop any names, but it's happened. 
We don't. We don't call. We don't. We don't drop names out here. For sure. Yeah, I. I didn't hear about that challenge until you started doing it. Yeah. I really had no idea what it was, but there's one portion of it that. Well, there's a few portions that I like about it. Okay. What I really like is that it spans a little bit beyond just dieting. Yeah. So reading books or cutting something out of your life, that kind of encapsulates everything that we're talking about here is that when you think of diet, it's a little bit more than just trying to eat better. 100%. It's a whole lifestyle change for the better. Mm -hmm. So along with it, it really is nice to add things to it that you also want to bring along or get better at it. It's kind of killing two birds in one yeah. stone, but also a challenge like that is great because it allows you to try something new. Yep. So you can try it. And then when the 75 days are over, you have the option. You can either keep going or you keep going. You know what? It doesn't work for me. I need to try something else, but I really like that because 75 days is a great amount of time to really assess how does your body react to yep. this? How do you actually feel about this? Dieting, the key to dieting, you need to get to a place to where you feel better about yourself on the end. You don't feel worse. Yep. And now I don't want to get that confused because the first couple weeks is hard. I want you to think you're supposed to be happy the whole time. Yeah. But you need to have a very clear angle and an angle to where there's no negative, there's or at least minimal negative associated with it it's all great positive things and you leave out feeling better along with losing weight but more on that maybe intellectually psychologically whatever you need that you're trying to fix and get better at yeah so i think you should take a second what is your tiktok handle since you mentioned it oh man uh my tiktok is at bj third yt yeah, put you on the spot there. Yeah, appreciate it, appreciate it. well, that was yeah. great. Yeah, uh, definitely check him out. Yeah. This is my personal shout out to him, of oh, course. Thank I watch you, his appreciate stuff. it. He's on his way to becoming TikTok famous. I'm trying. He definitely gives a lot more information on the 75 Hard Challenge yeah. in the actual TikTok content that yeah. he's putting up. And I think it's really great. I think it's something that people can try, especially if they're trying to lose weight or yeah. just trying to live a healthier life. Again, it's... It's a little bit more than just losing weight. The weight's going to come if you change your lifestyle as a whole. 100%. So, like I said, this is a lot shorter segment that we have, but I feel like there's still great things that we talked about that a lot of people can apply now. Again, dieting is just more than just straightforward. I just need to eat better. You need to think about your life as a whole. Your diet needs to span to your life as a whole. Definitely. Of course. And want to thank you for being here, of course. You're always here, but... Yeah, this time we're talking. It's a little bit different when you're actually on the mic yep. speaking. And I think a lot of people do love to hear your voice. So well, I appreciate we'll definitely have that. more opportunities and more things like that. Other than that, let us know what you think. Again, follow us on Instagram at underscore men the podcast. Okay. More content coming out like this, more ideas. We're going to try so many more new things going into season two, of course. And like we said, don't be afraid. Talk to us. Give us feedback. Funny enough, I had a great conversation with someone who listened to the podcast before we even started recording, giving his feedback and yeah. what he thinks can help and make things better. So I leave. I want to leave with this. If you have 
topic ideas, if you have things that you would like us to discuss, don't be afraid to come up, let us know what you think. You just never know. Maybe we can talk about it, maybe we can get through it. The whole concept of a miniseries was something that was mentioned to us. Yeah. I mean, obviously at some point we probably would have done it, but it's always nice to hear what the audience thinks because that can help accelerate our own process. Other than that, thank you for listening. Yeah, no, we appreciate you guys. Yep. Take care as always. Yeah, make sure you drink water. Lots of water. Lots of water.